All right, welcome back. This is Bree. I'm Riley. 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 Um, yeah, welcome Keep back. Keep your pants on. What I are know, you doing? Welcome back to another episode of Parenting Talk. With your mother. Today is drugs part two. We're well, gonna... we actually skipped a week last week. Sorry about that. Oh, yeah, we got so... really busy and yeah. life happens. Yeah, we were... And yeah, we were planning on doing it on Friday, and then we just ended up never doing it, and so we're oh, sorry. Oh, and then I've, well, I'm a huge migraine sufferer, Yeah, so. she had bad migraine, uh, a bad migraine, she still kind of has a headache, but. I have a headache right now. But um, anyways, drugs, part two. Yeah, this time. It's not necessarily just about the positives of drugs, and what the positive influences could be of drugs, but what are you chewing? Um, okay. So, if you hear something in the background, it's because somebody didn't finish their chores. Again, so they are folding laundry Why we are here doing this. Okay, so go ahead. Drugs. There are good drugs. There's, like, Tylenol. Those are, like, Tylenol, Benadryls, and stuff like, like that. Over-the-counter They're over-the-counter. But, no, over-the-counter. You don't need a prescription over-the-counter. That's why they're That's called right. OTC. Over-the-counter. But because there's so many kids and adults, people in general, who abuse over-the-counter drugs like um, cough medicine. Oh, this is is what we touched on last time. But there's so many people that uh, abuse it and they buy it in stupid amounts that, and, you know, they overdose and do all the stupid things. Now, when I go to the store and I need cough medicine for a legitimate reason, like, it's ridiculous. I have to actually go over there, go talk to the pharmacist, wait for them to bring me a key or have them bring a key, then wait there. And then I have to tell them what I'm buying it for. And then I have to show them an ID. And then you have to go up to the... the And you can only usually, like, buy one or however many ones at a time at that store. So if I need to say all of you guys got sick and I need one specific thing and so many doses... I'd have to go to three different stores. That sucks. And also, you said it would, it's also more expensive now because... It's not more... I didn't say it was more oh, expensive. We were, ta- we were talking about that with prescriptions. Sorry. Um, but, yeah, people can... I take... Apparently, I take drugs then. I take Tylenol. I'm a drug addict. <laughs> um, from this Weber... Sa- Weber Save... <laughs> I say this website and conversation. It's oh, called no, theconversation.com. Drugs can, uh, drug use can have social benefits, and acknowledging this could improve rehabilitation. Illicit drug use is often framed in terms of risk and antisocial or criminal behavior, but drug use is often a highly social activity. For many people, the pleasure of using drug is about the social connection as much as it is about the physical effects, which makes sense because. You're with your friends and everybody else is doing drugs and ecstasy or whatever or speed and they see, oh, that person's having a great time. You know, I want to do this. I don't want to be left out. And now you do it and now you're part of the club. You guys like have a in. And also when you're like doing drugs, kind of like don't even know what you're doing sometimes if you take too much so you're kind of like you might be that quiet person but then if you do like drugs or something you could be over here like life of the party you know what i mean like mm-hmm. well like that's kind of what this is touching on pleasure is an obvious part of drug use and the short-term 
Physical benefits are well known. Drugs can produce a high, give people energy, make them feel good, reduce stress, and aid sleep. The social benefits of drug use are far more complex to quantify. But there are numerous studies showing people who use alcohol and other drugs in social settings, such as bars, clubs, and parties, to enhance their interactions with others through increased confidence, greater sociability, and less anxiety. For some people, this leads to longer-term longer term benefits, such as a stronger bond with friends. Like, when I go with my friends, like, sometimes we have a drink or two, and it just it takes away some of the stress that you're feeling Hey, I was looking for that shirt today, so Cohen could have wore that shirt. How funny, because it was sitting here. It goes the other way. Fold it the other um, way, please. Also, but touching on that, it's, they said it's short term, not because then it's going to bite you in the butt later. Well, it's short term because once it wears off, you're going to say, man, I, I love how that made me feel. I felt like... A completely different person I was so confident in myself I knew who I was so that you're going to continuously chase that high you want that you want Which that sometimes it. isn't good well no because every time you do it you're increasing your tolerance that means it's going to take more and more drinks or whatever higher dosage of what you're doing to so get that get effect that again effect. but that's the thing though this so is Cohen's I know that's oh sorry I know, then that means that um, they're probably going to drink a lot more, smoke a lot more, do drugs a lot more, because they have to have so much of some of this drug or alcohol in order to get that feeling of being high. The social benefits of drug use. Party drugs are those which, as the name suggests, are generally used in dance party or nightclub setting. This set of drugs often includes MDMA, which is ecstasy, cocaine, ketamine, gamma, hydroxybutyrate, which is GHB, which what I told you is a date rape drug. Remember, I told you that people sometimes put it in your drinks and you don't realize what's going on. Okay, um, methamphetamine, which is speed, which is what Cohen technically takes because he takes Adderall. Oh, then I've taken that, too. You have. <laughs> I've done drugs. Guys. You've done drugs. I've done drugs. Or crystal meth or ice. Studies have shown people generally use party drugs to give them energy, help them socialize, and have fun. But see, like, when Cohen takes it, and people who legitimately have disabilities, like their brain works differently, it does the opposite. Cohen takes it and... Please fold his pants right away. Uh, Cohen takes it, and he literally chills out. He kind of zones out, and he gets to be like a zombie, where he's just like... <laughs> but like Whoa. if somebody who were to take it and they don't have that disability they're like it's almost like taking a prescription like um speed mm-hmm. they're like oh my god i gotta do this i, I could do this i could do-. they're almost like me but not but they're on drugs and i'm just myself because um, if you ever notice that i'm like i gotta go do this gotta do this i'm gonna do this and you're like whoa you know what's good though it means i haven't done drugs but i don't know what half the drugs are um, not really, because you might know what they are. You just might know them as a different name. And please fold the clothes the right way. I don't know what any of that is. Um, I don't know, like weed and like wax. Okay, it says. Like also, when you take all these drugs, even though you feel like so social and like happy and doing all this other stuff, it also increases or decreases your inhibition. So, you might do things you normally would not do. 
you know, so you might engage in risky behavior. You might sleep with somebody who you don't necessarily really like because you're not thinking straightly. And you might go home with somebody else. You might end up in a bad situation. Um, you might... Dead in a ditch. Dead in a ditch on the side of the road. You might end up on the next episode of Law & Order, Criminal SVU. Bum, bum, bum. With... Yeah, I've seen every single episode. Bum, bum. You know they come out with another one? Like a crime unit or something? Um, they used to have one, but... Okay, it says... Uh, at La, uh, La Trobe University, we recently conducted, conducted a study which explored party drug use, including one, use of crystal, crystal, bleh, crystal meth among Australian gay and bisexual men who are living with HIV. Consistent with what we know about party drug use, we found that men in our study almost always use party drugs socially at nightclubs and dance parties or to facilitate sexual pleasure. More surprisingly. More surprisingly, we also found men who were occasional or regular users of party drugs reported significantly better social outcomes than non-users on a range of measures, including a higher level of resilience, less experience of HIV-related stigma, and a greater sense of support from other people living with HIV as well as from their gay and bisexual friends. Okay, well, this is not really what I was trying to go into conversation about. Okay. Um, but anyways, this is important. Okay, da, 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 da. Both the studies not okay. It's not, it's not but it just shows that like okay. It says but this study you read the oh. part. But this study does not encourage us to consider the social losses some people might encounter if they stop drug use. Friendships, connection, intimacy, and sex are fundamental to humanity. If these are strongly tied to the social circles in which a person consumes drugs, their social and emotional well-being may suffer if they cease drug use. That means if they might stop, they basically they have no identity because it's like it's like they're living a double life. Like I'm free on drugs and I'm free boring or not that not doing drugs is not boring, but you're not the life of the party. Stop doing that. Um, stop it. It says while the physical effects of a drug may pose. Risks, the social settings in which drugs are consumed are not necessarily damaging or dangerous. In fact, they may be quite the opposite, providing a source of friendship, support, and happiness for users. It might be tempting to denounce this with the assertion that the potential health risks undermine any claims to benefit, or that friendships generated through drug use are not genuine. But sense of community and friendship has been successfully harnessed in drug and alcohol harm minimization campaigns, such as Take Care, Take Care of Your Mates campaigns directed toward young people. So it's like talking about how people people think that drugs, if you have friends who do, that you do drugs with, that your friendship isn't as real or as genuine, which couldn't be true. Well... It can, but it also, it could be that your friendship's stronger because you've gotten, probably gotten okay, this, a lot of bad stuff together. This is from the FDA website, so do you know what FDA stands for? Federal, wait, Federal Drug Association? Yeah. For many people, taking medication is a regular part of their daily routine, and these medicines are relied on to upon to treat disease and improve health. Although medicines can make you feel better and help you get well, it is important. So obviously talking about prescription drugs. It's important to know that all medicines, both prescription and over-the-counter, have risks as well. The benefits of medicines... 
are helpful? The benefits of medicines are helpful are the helpful effects you get when you use them, such as lowering blood pressure, curing infection, or relieving pain. The risks of medicines are the chances that something unwanted or unexpected could happen to you when you use them. Risks could be less serious things, such as an upset stomach, or more serious things, such as liver damage. Here are some tips from the Food and Drug Administration and some of its public health partners to help you weigh the risks and benefits when you make decisions about the medicines you use. Like, you ever hear those commercials, and they're like, do you suffer from this, this, and this? Oh, and it's like... And then it's all, you may experience vision loss, loss. impotence, rash, bleeding. Do not take if you're allergic. You're like, well, obviously, if I was allergic to it, I wouldn't be taking it. But some people might take it even though they're allergic to it because it makes them feel better and the cons are worth it for them. Mm-hmm. Um, Managing risks. Um... There are, sev- there are several types of risks from medicine use. The possibility of a harmful interaction between the medicine and a food, beverage, dietary supplement, or another medicine. Do you know how like, you see some things that says, do not take, taking this drug with um, alcohol may cause drowsiness? Because mm-hmm. there's some people who will take a drug and it's, you know, they have a prescription for it and they legitimately need it. But if they drink, then it, you have no, it, it alters your mind and your decisions and your choices and how you feel could cause you to have a heart attack too or all these other things. But the mm-hmm. thing is, if you're – those effects and how it might make you feel kind of like, oh, my God, I'm having a drink, it might make you feel really good and happy. And so those – an alcoholic drink and a prescription drug, it might make you even happier. Mm-hmm. This is a good example. For example, every time you get into a car, there are risks. You could have an accident causing costly damage to your car or injury to yourself or a loved one. But there are also benefits to riding in a car. You can travel farther and faster than walking, bring home more groceries from the store, and travel in cold or wet weather in greater comfort. It's true. Same thing with drugs. Okay, but I'm looking at all your clothes over there in the corner and all the clothes over here. Oh, no, I put those. Go ahead and do it right now. Um, so it says, talk to with your doctor, pharmacist, or other healthcare professionals. Keep an up-to-date written list of all medicines, prescription, over-the-counter, and dietary, dietary supplements, including vitamins and herbals that you use, even though you may use only occasionally. Um, so it's just crazy. Here's because- what I found. Sorry, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what are you doing? Sorry, what are you doing, okay? Hold on, I'm, I'm done. Stop. Can you do that while I'm looking this up? Um, so this like some of their things. This says, know your medicines, prescription over the counter, what they look like. Um, that's a good point is because sometimes when you go to the pers- uh, to the pharmacy and you get a, fill- a prescription filled, it'll say, there's like a pamphlet or a sticker. It might say, this is the same pill as what you were taking before that used to be round, white, and stamped with this number. But the formula has changed, and now it is blue square and this is a new number but having that pamphlet and have that pharmacy give that to you and it's sealed that means that it was correctly um counted out and everything and it's the right drug but there's sometimes that i'm looking at glorious pill and i'm like oh hold on this pill used to be pink and now it's like a light shade of green and i have to go back and look at her prescriptions um to make sure because is is it right most of the time Oh, it's always been right, but I just, I have to go back and make sure. And like, even when I'm doing Joe's medication, I mean, he's blind, so he can't really, he can't see what I'm giving him. He just has to trust me. And he, he knows what they feel like and kind of the gentleness of it. 
The doctor is going crazy. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, that's true. Also, I can't put this clothes on because there's stuff needs to go in the laundry and I can't. Well, somebody should have um, thought about their chores first. Well, moving on. This is not part of it. But um, continue. Can I read? I'm not reading anything on there. Continue to talk to me about drugs, you mean? Drugs. I haven't done them. Yes, you Actually, have. Actually, I have. Never mind. Um, take aspirins. Um, those are drugs. Well, like the, the side effects, like Cohen, every time he goes to the doctor, well, not for his allergy, but they have to, uh, they weigh your brother every time when they go for the psychiatry mm-hmm. because the Adderall makes, is a, an Adderall, like I said, it's almost like speed. So it suppresses your appetite, makes you not hungry, makes you not want to do all these things, but then the other medication that he takes is the opposite and it's supposed to increase um, the, his his appetite and it's going to make him want to eat more. But So it kind of balances out, but... Yeah, he like, this fool cannot get over like sixty two pounds, like maybe at most soaking wet. I'm proud of myself. I'm pro. I'm proud of myself. I weigh over a hundred pounds now. Okay, but that doesn't. Sorry. Um, like with that Adderall. Um, when I had like really bad wheezing, it's not because I had like asthma or anything, but when I had bad wheezing and I was coughing and I took the, the medicine. Well, that's not Adderall that you took. Well, Abuterol. Sorry. Um, when I took the Abuterol. Oh my god, they're so loud. I took the Adderall and hold on. And it helps with my um Okay, we're gonna have to pause real quick. Go ahead. So I'll tell them. No, I wouldn't Okay, well hurry up. So this girl used to get really like um congested and she originally then she like after she was congested and she had a lot of hard time breathing, she went to the pediatrician and they did diagnose you with a mild case of asthma. Did they really? Yeah. Remember? And then right after that, you got glasses. And then we said, oh, you always wanted to be like your brother because you felt like he got all the attention. <laughs> Do you remember by. that? Yeah. Um, you always felt like he got all the attention because he was a medically complex child. Yeah, but since I didn't have as bad as, 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 as bad of asthma, when I took the abuterol, it, you know, it calms my, it calms. It, it helped you breathe. It helps me breathe. But I was a lot more jumpy than Cohen was. What? Like, when I took it, when Cohen takes it, since he has, like, the bad asthma, it helps. It, it opens more... his lungs. He can relax. He can finally breathe because his body isn't working so yeah. hard. He's not like, <gasps> and, his lungs, and his lungs are worse than mine. So, he has more, he could take in, like, he can take more of the abuterol in. Whereas me, I don't have as much, so it just goes nowhere. So, I'm sitting there. So, Cohen, when he's bouncing, he's like this. I'm over here like... Oh my god, I'm shaking and I can't stop. It's like right after you have a baby. That's like, you get the shakes. Yeah, that's what I, like, that's happens when I take the abuse. No, I'm just saying, but like, you, it's not just like the shakes, your whole body is shivering. You're literally like, <laughs> like the whole time. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. I'm laughing because I was thinking about weird hobbies are talking about drugs, but when we went to Walt Disney World and Cohen was having an asthma attack, because remember you guys got the flu, and I knew that's what it was. You must- all got sick on vacation and you remember we had the pocket nebulizer we got a lot of crazy looks when he was like doing the nebulizer in the line because people thought he looked like a vape pen 
where I look like a vape. And, you know, he's at the time, he's 11 now, so 9, 8. And he's like eight or nine, and he's in line uh, with a pocket nebulizer in his mouth. So Hogwarts Express line. No, it wasn't a Hogwarts. We were at Disney that day, and people were just looking because all you can see is this thing in his mouth, and then you just see the smoke coming out. Mm -hmm. So people kept giving us crazy, dirty looks, and (laughs) that was pretty funny. He wouldn't take a vape if he was over here freaking like can't breathe. But um, yeah, when I take it, I get like my hands start shaking a lot. And, like, my eyes are, like, and I just, like, want to look everywhere. And my thoughts are just threw it down when they were recording. Sorry, guys. But, um, yeah, that's, um, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I haven't taken the Ibutera in a while. But that's what happened the last, when I had to take it for, like, a good two, three months. Hasn't been as bad lately. But, um. Yeah, for me, it made me jump a little bit more, but it obviously helped my lungs. So, it, the pros outweighed the cons of taking the abdural. Um, here, you can read whatever you wanted to read. This is from no, no, Novar Cover Center. NovarCoverCenter.com. No, Nova Recovery Center. <laughs> if you have a loved one who is addicted to drugs or alcohol, but you have never been addicted yourself, you may wonder what, if any positive consequences exist in regard to using drugs and alcohol. For many addicted individuals, drug and alcohol serve as a crutch that allows them to function normally or engage in the world with anxiety. So, not to say but your brother, but I oh, mean, yeah. there's other people. You guys have a good friend with fiery red hair. That I could easily see him getting addicted to drugs because oh. he's an oddball. He's not your neurotypical kid. I can definitely see him becoming a drug addict because he has to take so many medications in order to fit in with just normal society. Yeah, but also when he's older, he could become an actual drug addict because, you know, That's what I just said. He would, he would take drugs, you know, like all of that. And he would take it, and he'd lose himself, and he'd be more like everyone else. So he'd take it more often so he can fit in. Instead, I had to take a whole bunch of different kinds of medicines. And um, chances are, yeah. every time you do drugs, well, 90% of the time when you do drugs, nothing really bad is going to happen. But there's always a small chance that things could happen because you never know. You could be taking, like, somebody's ecstasy or prescription no. drug. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. You could take that, and like I was telling you, you could be taking that like an ecstasy, and guess what? You think it's like a regular ecstasy pill. Oh, I've taken this before. It's not a big deal. And then all of a sudden, you get it from somebody you don't know, and like, oh, you're like, somebody's like, oh, that was totally laced with like chemical, like a bleach cleaner and like a kitchen floor cleaner. But you wouldn't know because you don't know who made that. And again, that's one of the chances you're taking with taking over the, uh, I mean, uh, street drugs. That's why... You get drugs. They should be yours, or someone else, or someone else that you really trust. You know what I mean? Cause, just like it's kind of like um, about that bar thing. How like don't ever take drinks from someone else because they could have put something in your drink. There's actually drugs. a nail polish that these um this college kids had created, and when the girl wears it, they could dip it into like their drink, and it'll change a certain color if it's been refeed. That is freaking awesome. It is, but how scary and sick that is as a society and as a as a woman 
as a girl that you even feel the need that 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 you need that that yeah that's true but um yeah don't ever take drugs from someone else if it's on you if it's well, like you shouldn't really take drugs good, anyways yeah but if you do it should be like a really good friend that you trust or your own drugs how do drugs affect society i'll read the first one nearly a quarter of trillion dollars of america's annual health care bill is attributable to substance abuse and addiction wow. do, you know, do you know what that means I mean, so a quarter of a trillion dollars of, you know, the health care that we have, it's... Of the annual health care, so like the United States United or whoever is health care, like this giant bill that gets racked up and people like pay or not pay. Mm-hmm. Half, a lot of that is from substance abuse and addiction. addiction. That's crazy. Because it's easier sense? to society no it's just easier a lot of people want a quick fix a lot of people want a pill to fix everything a lot of people want something that's gonna i'm gonna take this ecstasy so i can be friendly it's it's easier to take it's easier to take it than it is to look inside and physically and emotionally change something inside yourself because it takes a long time and some people don't have that patience no and i mean some people don't also have those cognitive skills or the support system to go to therapy and it's crazy because a lot of these people could probably do really well um and not be on drugs or alcohol if Mm -hmm. it wasn't so expensive to see a therapist to just have somebody to talk to but going to a therapist going to a psychiatrist anything like that cost money it's cheaper for you to buy a 30 dollar bag of drugs than it is or a 100 dollar bag of whatever this than it is to go to somebody regularly for help yeah okay next one um 90 percent of homeless individuals are addicted to alcohol or abusing it and 60 percent abuse other drugs that's probably one of the reasons why most of the homeless are homeless is because they... Well, the homeless are homeless because, not, we're not saying speaking for everybody, but yeah. a lot of times that you have done drugs once and your life, it was so much great. You were on this high, but then your life comes crashing down and then you're going to get back up there again. So you continue the cycle and then pretty soon you know you can't afford to pay your bills. You can't, you can't live in your parents' yeah. house anymore. You... you. You can't function without drugs. Exactly. Um, what happened to that one homeless guy that you met when you were handing out the sandwiches? What did he, why, why was he? Um, I don't remember exactly why he said he was homeless, but he, I think because he didn't want to tell me everything, obviously, because the boys were with me. Um, he just said, you know, to be smart, listen to your parents, uh, because one bad choice can lead you down and two several bad choices. I mean, that guy was so grateful um, for sandwiches. Now, backstory behind this, because not everybody knows. Um, what did Cohen do? Oh, he was sneaking all the snacks and food. Mm-hmm. And he kept saying, oh, I'm hungry. I, you know, I'm starving. I'm like, you don't, don't know like what this it, food. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't like this food. But I told him, you don't know what it's like to be hungry and starving. So I made him take his piggy bank. And he bought groceries. And we went to Aldi's. And he bought bread, peanut butter and jelly. And we had juices. And he bought granola bars. And we made enough sandwiches or snacks, bag lunches for, I think, 20 people. And we drove around the city and he actually assembled the sandwiches and all the lunches. And we drove around when it was kind of cold and windy out. Um, and we drove around and we found a bunch of homeless people that he can pass all the sandwiches to. Did you pass on all of them? Yep. 
They should do that again, like a weekly thing or something. Well, I mean, it costs money to do all that stuff, well, yeah, so. But still, but still everything costs money. We should, we should Are you going to be spending your money on that instead of other things? Sure. Okay. I'm, like, I'm going to be like one of the people who starts like this foundation or whatever. should have asked for money for your birthday so or a gift card so you could have bought a bunch of stuff for all the homeless people i bet you would have got a bunch of gift cards okay alcohol or drug abuse is involved in most violent cri- it's my socks i know because i was walking very annoying I so much oh well here alcohol and drug abuse is involved in most violent crimes and property crimes in the u.s that is i've never thought about that actually that's true though well people break into houses because you're most of the time you're on drugs and you need money, uh, to money to buy drugs, so you break into people's houses to steal their items so you can sell it to somebody else on the black market, and therefore you get money to get drugs, but then you need more money to buy more drugs, and you break into somebody else's house. That is, I never thought about that. Yeah, if somebody were to some break into the house, and you're like, oh my god, oh my god, what is going on? And like, it's all sudden, they panic because maybe they're on drugs. They panic, they punch you, they shoot you because they're scared, and then what? Then you're dead. Mm-hmm. That's facts. Which one am I reading? How many am I reading? I don't know. 70% of abused and neglected children have parents who are abusing alcohol or drugs. Uh, alcohol abuse, child abuse. No. They come close together sometimes. Um, sometimes. Do you know anybody whose parent is an alcoholic? I gotta scoot closer. Anyone's parent who's an alcoholic? Uh, alcoholic. Um, no, but I've heard some of my friends, you know, they're like, oh, my mom's an alcoholic, but I don't know if they're joking because they laugh about it most of the time, so I don't know if but they... But maybe there's some truth to it because yeah. a lot of times when people are... Ju- I know, there's a lot of dust, I know. I know. Behind All them. rumors... Have hey, that sounds like something I say. Oh, I know you said There's that. There's always a little bit of truth to where rumors right. start. How do you think rumors start? By a little bit of truth. Get my kangaroo's head out of your. It's not. It's just on my. It's in between my knees. Um. Oh, you. What? Alcohol abuse, Papa. Well, it's not really about me, but. I grew up with very alcoholic parents and parents who did drugs. I mean, but my parents... Marijuana, the devil's lettuce. But you got to remember that (laughs) my parents grew up in... They were born in the 50s. So they grew up in the 60s and 70s where free love and hippie and smoking weed was very common and accepted. Umbrella Academy. But there are some people who smoke weed. I know a lot of parents who still smoke weed. When their kids are, go to bed. And you know what though? Or maybe their kids know. But sometimes it makes them a better parent. Because. They don't care. No. No. Sometimes it makes them a better parent. Because marijuana. Marijuana is so controversial. But because marijuana and CBD and stuff like that. It makes you slow down. It makes you not like. You know like you always say rage. I come in here. I'm like oh my god. Why is this not done? Um, you if you, took, like, if you took marijuana. You'd be like. I'd be like, okay, well, there's bigger things to do. Like, who cares? Whatever. But I'm saying that there are some people who legitimately, like, it does make their life better. I was going to share this. Um, I wish I found that screenshot. Because um, I think it was, like, when all of this was going on with the election. I think it was Ohio, Oregon. Oregon drug. 
laws 2020. Oregon becomes the first United States to decriminalize possession of hard drugs. A nationwide push to... This is from... I almost said Google. It's from The Guardian. This is going to be just the first article. A nationwide push to relax draw lugs scored significant victories on Tuesday as four states voted to legalize marijuana and Oregon became the first state to decriminalize possession of small amounts of hard drugs. Voters in Arizona, Montana, New Jersey, and South Dakota passed state ballot measures to legalize recreational cannabis use, so marijuana, major victories in the movement to undo the harms of cannabis criminalization. So they can smoke marijuana, they can have a small amount on them, but Oregon became the first state to decriminalize the possession of small amounts of hard drugs. So they can have marijuana, just not like a whole bunch of it. Well, yeah, because then that would mean that you're with the intent to sell, like you would be a drug dealer. That's crazy, though, because in California, you're not allowed to have marijuana, right? No. The state joins this district district of 11 other states that have already legalized adult use of cannabis, which remains legal at the federal level in the U.S., but not state. Go state laws and then federal laws. It's kind of crazy. So, uh, wait, just so... What let me finish mean? what I'm saying. Okay, which remains illegal at the federal level in the United States. The win puts New Jersey on the path to have the largest weed market on the East Coast and one of the largest in the U.S. It also increases pressure on neighboring states, particularly New York, to follow suit. New Jersey, da, da, da. And Oregon, voters made history by passing the first state law in the U.S. to decriminalize possession of hard drugs, including heroin, cocaine, and LSD. The measure backed by criminal justice reform groups is aimed by diverting people from jails and prisons by treating possession as a citation, expanding access to treatment and recovery. So, basically what they're saying, they're decriminalizing it because they don't want to send people to jail. Because then that increases the amount that the state's going to have to pay, and the taxpayers. And they're not, those people are just in jail. They're sitting there, rotting there because of drugs, right? But wouldn't it be better to decriminalize it? Say, hey, we want to get you the help that you need. So you can become clean and sober and become a functioning member of society. That's what they're aiming to do. That's kind of smart. Yeah. Do you think California should... California, we're too liberal. What do you mean? <clears throat> California, California is crazy. Um, okay, so stop it. Arizona measures legalized possession of up to an ounce of marijuana for adults and sets up a licensing system for retail sales, which could start in March. South Dakota's okay. So... Hold on, I'm, I'm going to go to a different article. Sorry. Relax. Back to what I said. Do you know anybody who's an alcoholic or drug addict? Not really. Are you sure? Probably. I don't think he is anymore, though. I don't know. Well, I mean, he is, but... Mm. Okay, so California's laws. This is from the cannabis.california.gov. The medicinal and adult medicinal? use medicinal medicinal the medicinal and adult use cannabis regulation and safety act creates the general framework for the regulation of commercial and medicinal and adult use not, not medicinal 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 and adult use cannabis in California. The text of M A C. Oh my God! Let me restart. <laughs> The Medicinal and Adult Use Cannabis Regulation and Safety Act creates the general framework for the regulation of commercial medicinal and adult use cannabis. Medicinal. Medicinal and adult use cannabis in California. Uh, 
In January 2019, the Office of Administrative Law officially approved state regulations for cannabis businesses across the supply chain. These new regulations immediately took effect, meaning the previous emergency regulations okay. are no longer in effect. Okay, let's see. Cannabis legislation. So we're not allowed to have... Okay, hold on. Hard drugs in California. Drug mountain. Well, we can, but businesses can. What do you need to know? I don't know anything about the laws, California laws. You Okay, so right here. You must be 21 or older to have purchased... This is in California. Um, yeah. Maybe curious about marijuana, also called cannabis pot, weed, and variety of other colorful nicknames. Now, this became illegal for recreational use here in the state of California. So, in California, it's legal. So, like, Glenn can smoke, but he and he can, but he has to be in his own house. Can't be in a public park or anything like that, really, because you're at, there's other people there. Nobody else wants this. Just like smoking a cigarette. It's like smoking a cigarette. But he also can't have. Even though he does, he's not supposed to have all those plants in his backyard. You must be 21 or older to have, purchase, or use recreational cannabis. This includes smoking, vaping, and eating cannabis-infused products. So, like, remember when Grandma gave me that... Weed rice. Remember she gave me that giant Rice Krispie treat? Do you remember that? And I was like, whoa, what am I supposed to do with this? Anyways, you may possess 2.85 grams of cannabis plant material, about an ounce, and 8 grams of concentrated cannabis, so, like, liquid CBD, like, or cannabis, yeah. Yeah, it's, oh yeah, so that's what it says, 2.85 grams of cannabis plant material, so it doesn't really matter, so about an ounce. It is illegal to give or sell retail cannabis to minors. Obviously. But obviously, but there's also, like, you know how Grandma and Grandpa's house, um, there's all those little pot shops? Well, a lot of them were getting closed down because it's okay in the county, but not, or it's, yeah, it's okay in the county, but it's not in the city, so it's, like, again, it's these fine lines. So only certain places in the county. Like the yeah. county can, but some cities are like no. Yeah. So you have to go to a different place in the yeah. county. So, but it's also crazy because I mean I'm not against the legalization of marijuana because I think just like prohibition. I, I know you learned about prohibition when they when alcohol was um, outlawed and they had all the speakeasy where people would make moonshine. And stuff like that because government was like, no, we don't want, there are no alcohol sales. Well, people are always going to find a way. Yeah. Literally. And the more you say no. Like a child. The more you say no, the more you're going to do it. So I am not against and I'm not, I'm, I'm really for the legalization of marijuana. Like, I don't smoke it. I don't care for it. It's not my thing. Just whatever. But like if our neighbors want to go ahead and smoke it, why should it matter to me what they're doing with their life? Mm-hmm. Those are their they, choices. Yeah. I know. We know they smoke. You can only smell it through the whole entire, like, neighborhood. But I was saying is that it comes to the point of, like, why does the government get to tell somebody else how to live their life? Um, why should... And a lot of people say it's because the government, it's so hard to make money off of it because, again, it's in other products. So, it's a product that's going to be available. You're going to have the tax, but how can you tax on something when it's medicinal um, and, and, oh, well, I mean, it's saying, but you could tax because it would be legal if you legalized it. But it'd be great because you're making, so the state would be making money or the city would be making, okay, so it would go like, this store makes this amount of money. Well, this store pays taxes to the city. Well, the city has to pay taxes to this county and the county will pay whatever taxes or whatever to the state. 
So all this money gets trickled down all from one little pot shop. Can go to the schools and go to food for this. It can go to rehab facilities. So that's, that's true. But again, there's also the point of there's going to be people who can't control their drug use and their habit. Um, and, and if it's legal. Well, I mean, look how many people ruin their lives. Can you please go out there real quick? Um, it's illegal to drive under the influence of cannabis, which is obviously you cannot drive a car if you have been smoking or do any kind of drugs because it um, impairs your judgment, your reaction time, and all this other stuff. Um, it's illegal to consume, smoke, eat, or vape cannabis in public. It. Did you hear me? Can I turn on another movie for them? Yeah. It is illegal to consume, smoke, eat, or vape cannabis in public. It is illegal to open a package containing cannabis or any other cannabis products in public. This includes, but is not limited to, parks and sidewalks in business and residential areas. It is also illegal to consume cannabis in other locations where smoking is illegal, including bars, restaurants, buildings, open to the public, places of employment, and areas within 15 feet of doors or ventilation opens. Even though it is legal under California law, you cannot consume or possess cannabis on federal land such as national parks, even the parks in California. Among the areas that are federal lands in the San Francisco Bay Area of the Presidio Alcatraz and the Marine Marine Headlands and Ocean Beach. You can't consume cannabis on private property, but the property owners and landlords may ban the use and possession of cannabis on their properties. So, like, did you hear me on that last one? You can consume cannabis on private property, but owners and landlords may ban the use and possession of cannabis on their properties. Mm -hmm. Because we're talking about weed. I feel like we're spending forever on weed, but... Oh, my God. We've been talking for 42 minutes. Okay, so... Back to my article... Okay, so I was saying that um, it's illegal to consume, smoke, eat, or vape cannabis in public. It is illegal to open a package containing cannabis or any cannabis products in public. So, like, parks, sidewalks, business, and residential areas. You can't open, you can't smoke it or open it or do anything with it in public. Basically, because you're not, but in your own home, in your own backyard, they can't tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. And it's safer. It's well, safer duh. I mean, if you were going to be stoned and drinking out of your damn mind, wouldn't you rather be in a safe place at home? Yeah. But what, it sometimes is boring at home, so I mean, I get it. Um, so obviously you can't um, be under the influence when you're driving. Mm-hmm. Um, it is illegal to take your cannabis across state lines, even if you're traveling to another state where cannabis is legal. So I can't take my marijuana from oh, California Oregon. to Oregon. Um, oh, only state licensed establishments may sell retail cannabis products. During, okay, this is like San Francisco shelter in place. That's, wow, that's crazy. It says local cannabis business. So during San Francisco, um, I'm sorry, I was reading the top of the, here you can read that in the first part. During San Francisco's shelter-in-place order, cannabis dispensaries are considered essential businesses and may remain open. Wow, that is, but, I guess I understand. But think about it. People like who are veterans who served in war and had PTSD and all these other things. I mean, you see all the things. A lot of people, instead of taking, like I said, big pharma drugs, like the drugs that these companies, like the people who are pushing out the COVID vaccine, and, you know, they give you these pills, mind-altering drugs, people would rather take a, a, a drug that's provided by nature 
instead of by a company because at least it's something plant-based and it's something made from earth from mother nature instead of something by a big pharma company and that's so these people rely it's essential to them to their well-being to their mental well-being for these businesses to stay open because like i said it's a plus side for drugs Mm. just like you the doctor's offices are open we can go to psychiatry to get a refill of adderall it that's essential for cohen I mean, why shouldn't marijuana be essential for somebody else? Mm-hmm. Um, did you know that cannabis is well known among its proponents to have many health benefits? The endocannabinoid compounds in cannabis can help in stabilizing moods, which can ease depression caused by chronic stress. So you're not stressed and you're not depressed. It's a monitor dosage and use properly. Cannabis can ease anxiety, which you may be experienced as a result of COVID-19. It may not, however, support any weight loss goals. You may have wide isolation. So, so hide the sweet, salty snacks and foods if you decide to partake. Because when you smoke weed, you're like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. Versus mm-hmm. Cohen is like, my mouth is dry. I don't want to eat. Food doesn't look appetizing. That's why people who do speed and Adderall. They are, like, ridiculously skinny, and it's crazy. Um, anyways, I, I don't know. I just thought that was pretty interesting. You do actually know quite a few people that um, are drug addicts. And, um, I Just some family members, but I told you I don't have them in our life because they're toxic people. Um, I yeah, choose not... Not all people, also, not all people who do drugs are toxic people, by the way. No, I'm saying I choose not to have this person in my life and your guys' life because they are a toxic person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you know who I'm talking to because I, about because I've said this to you a few times. Um, like I said, I choose not to have this person in our life because they are a toxic person. Um, they have done terrible things because of alcohol and drugs. And um, I, like I said, it's one thing to do it, but it's a whole other thing when you start not just messing up your life, but everybody else's life. Mm-hmm. Um I'm sure that actually there is a family member who you see all the time who partakes in smoking the devil's lettuce, marijuana, weed, pot. Um, who? What? Who? I, I can't understand what you're saying. I No, she vapes. I'm sure she does that too. I'm sure she, she does. does. I'm, I'm not. I'm saying, but um, you're, I mean, this person we see all the time, but I mean, it doesn't change that who they are because they're not addicted to it but it does help with their crippling anxiety and like i know you don't know who i'm talking about because we don't really talk to this person a whole lot but they're in your life um we see them all the time but technically technically joe's a drug addict because he's on drugs all the time and he can't function um let's see we're almost we oh my god you know this is gonna take so long anyways I thought it was pretty interesting. I don't care about that right now. Yeah. Um, also, do you think that we can start doing, like, having guests on it? I already said yes to this. Let's have a guest. Well, Next we're going to have to have guests come over then. No. Yeah. call them, too. Oh, I don't want to call. Okay. Nearly over. a quarter of American college students meet the medical criteria for alcohol and drug abuse addiction. And then half of America's college students binge drink and or abuse prescription drugs or legal drugs. 
because you're in college, you're finally like, yeah, I'm free out of the house. Fuck my parents. <laughs> I'm going to go party. That's, I'm that, go do- that would be me. <laughs> you really think so? Yeah. You really think so? Mm-hmm. You no, know, I don't. I even... really think I... Because, okay, when I'm with my friends, I'm pretty sure everyone's like this, but when I'm with my friends, I'm like obnoxious well, let's go you know be weird like when i'm with you guys and you'll start dancing in the store and i'll be like oh my god no but then when i'm with my friends and they're dancing in the store i'm like dance in the store like i don't know how to explain it but you remember well you weren't with us that time but your dad was and i were fighting in dollar tree with pool noodles and grandma was so embarrassed oh my god i remember that you I weren't was with there. us no, i was there no you weren't yes i no, was because we were buying something for you guys for like a holiday or something like oh, that oh. and grandma was so embarrassed and because your dad and i were playing tag in the store with dollar tree pool noodles and your dad broke one over my head oh my god but i feel like i'm, okay. I'm gonna be one of those people who when i go to college i'm be like no f word my parents f word <laughs> bro you can't even say f word do you cuss when you're around all your friends no i don't see you're such a goody two shoes. I'm not a goody two shoes. I love okay, you. Okay, I said words. What words have you said? <laughs> I said crap. <laughs> You're such a goody two shoes. Um, are you okay with me cussing with my friends? No, but I think it's funny. It's when you were little, you thought, well, because we told you don't call somebody stupid, it's a bad word. You'd be like, Mom, I feel so bad. I, you came home crying from school one day, and I remember this so clear. And you were so mad at this boy. And I asked what happened because you were so upset. And you were like, you're going to be so mad at me. And your dad and I obviously were listening. you're like, I told some boy he was so stupid. <laughs> and you're like, oh, and it was Diego. That guy who had a crush on me after you kissed him. But we were <laughs> laughing so hard because you're so <laughs> a goody two-shoes. And we love you for it most of the time. That you literally thought that stupid was still a bad word. You were like, the S-T. Like, you still spell it to this day. <laughs> no, I say stupid. Um... I know you say stupid because you get in trouble for calling people stupid all the time. Don't be dumbass. <laughs> I'm an adult. See, and, see, but also what I, I also told you, they're not bad words. They're adult words. Yes. But, okay. No, you cannot say adult words. With my friends? No. Like when you're not around? No. What if it's just me and my friends like no, no one else and I'm not calling anyone okay, stupid? Okay, this is not drug and alcohol. Sorry. Whatever. Well, it could. Um, but Because that's... you call somebody a dumbass, it's going to lead you to be like a drug addict. Okay. Yes, a dumb... Okay, continue drugs and alcohol. Okay, so, what about any of your stories? Have you read anything about drug and alcohol abuse? I gotta look at all my books first. <laughs> um, what about all these kicking soup for the teenage souls? Are there no. any stories in there? No. Um, there is one in... This one, the nine lives of Chloe King that you got last year for Christmas. But anyways, yes, um, it's a series. Did she die? And died nine times? No, she only died one. Okay, but go ahead, continue. Um, she did drugs for a while because she was having stuff going on at home that she didn't want to be part of. See, some people made her feel bad. Well. Drugs and alcohol. I know you didn't read the Butterfly Garden. I'll have to get the Butterfly Garden because it is one. Oh, I lost your bookmark thing. I'm, I'm, that one's I'm up. But I'll have to get you the Butterfly Garden because that one is crazy. Like, that one's so much better. Um, yeah. But anyways, yo-yo. Drugs. That's drugs, guys. I was a drug addict. I was no drug addict. I was a alcoholic when I went to Saipan. I'm a drug addict. No, I was an alcoholic when I went to Saipan. I know you were an alcoholic. Nah. 
Oh, no, I was pretty damn sober for a lot of it, because I could only drink so much. Really, it's like an island. Okay, that's, but like that one day, though, you were pretty damn. Oh, when we were on, but that was New Year's Eve. Exactly. That was New Year's Eve, 18 hours ahead, so. But still, you were pretty. We were pretty toasty. We were pretty. F word. You were pretty I think it was funny. I remember telling this girl, Regina, that I have this picture of this girl, and she was really, like, young Asian girl, and she was with this guy oh, that was probably, guy, like, old, like and I was, we were, no, like, he was older than that. We were so drunk, and I, or maybe Regina wasn't, but I was like, is that your boyfriend? And I was like, oh, you could do so much better. I was like, hopefully he has a lot of money. And everybody's like, I can't believe you just said that. I'm like, but can you really not believe that I just said that? I was like, have you met me before? Like, okay, you, if there, there's, there's, there's Brianna, there's sober Brianna, and, and then there's the other Brianna. No, because I would still say the same thing, even if I wasn't <laughs> yeah. sober, or if I was there's, sober. There's really no like when I told to Carol mom. today, I told her, you could save yourself the stamp. You don't have to mail me a check. You could just give me a check. You were like, I can't. Did you really say that to her? I said, yes. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't I say? Everybody does this, my sense of humor, and like, not to take it seriously. It is what it is. Carol always tried to get me in a drunk man. She's freaking like an alcoholic. She's an alcoholic. She is every, she's literally drinking wine all day. Like, I mean, but granted, is it she's. Of no, she always drank. Always. She's day drinks all the time. So, and every time I come here, oh, sweet girl, would you like a glass of wine? Would you? I'm like, no, I got to drive. Are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm positive. I, I give you some wine. You can come back anytime. I'm like, no, it, it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. It's weird. I don't, don't, don't want to pass out in some, like, old person's house. I don't and want to drink with Die. And... Oh, 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 sweet girl. <laughs> oh, you sweet baby. I just love you so much. <laughs> um, should I come with timer running? Uh, we're probably out of time. Um, by the way, also drugs, man. I also want to have guests on our elephant. I also want to have guests that come onto our show. We can call them. We can have them come over to the house, but I don't think anyone wants to come over on a Thursday. I kind of want to invite one of my friends, or sometimes have one of my friends come and be a guest on one of our episodes. Um. And, you know, we can have family come. And what up, fam? Like my um, Facebook post. You really didn't think I was going to put that, huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, Mom, do you think after this on Facebook, you can post, does anyone want to be a guest on Dark? I don't know what you're talking about. Hold on. But see, like, I'm laughing because. Sarah. No, I'm not laughing. I'm laughing. You didn't believe I was going to put that. I literally said, what up, Facebook fam and friends? Send me your Addy so I can get these glossy paper pictures that will ever end up in your trash receptacle after the glorious holiday festivities are over. Deuces. Oh my it, god, it, did you really? Yeah. Let me see. Let me read this. What up, fam? What up, Facebook fam and friends? Send me your addies so I can get these glossy paper pictures. I should have said no cap. end up in your trash and receptacle after the glorious holiday festivities are over. Deuces. You don't think I really write that? <laughs> you think I do? Look, it's funny. Like, um, I mean, there's a time and a place to enjoy alcohol. And, I mean, if you choose to partake in drugs, I would hopefully you'd confess to me and let me know i mean if you ever feel safe or in an unsafe circumstances i if hope i you, ever did drugs i hope you'd come up to me and let me know and you know you'd tell me i know you're mad at me and you're disappointed but uh yeah i drank so much tonight mom <laughs> and i love you and don't be upset i, I just some ecstasy oh i love you mom oh your hands feel so nice that's what ecstasy does. It makes you just love everybody. And you ever see, like, the commercials and the videos, and they're like, your face is no. so beautiful. Yeah. It's like when you're, like, doing a rave. 
uh, like Savannah goes to raves and all that. Yeah. Like you know, it it when you're when you're doing ecstasy, so it is. I love you. I just love everybody. And I'm a best friend. <laughs> but but um, I'm saying, if you were to ever come to me and tell me, I'd say, would okay, you get well, mad if I did drugs at like fifteen. Of course I would. I mean, I wouldn't be mad. I would be very disappointed in you. Okay, but like, would you like be like you're grounded for life? I don't want you to live with me forever. Well, you know, like grounded for a really long time. Um, I don't know. It depends. I like. I guess it would be just circumstantial, well, but I'd, say, like, I'd, I I'm I'd... saying I'd want you to come to me. Let me know. But I'd also hope that you would, if you choose to take drugs, know who you're taking it from. Make sure you're in a safe space. Um, and like, if you ever feel uncomfortable, you could just say, you know what? I gotta call my mom, and you can call me and just tell me, mom, I need to come home, and we could come up with a safe word or something, and then. Yeah. Like, this happened to my friend. Her mom was, like, found out that she did drugs, but she didn't get in very big trouble because her, she was at her friend's house. Her, you know, her parents were there, and her friends, her friend was, like, her parent, her friend's parents were, like, because her friend was, like, oh, I'm really curious, mom. And she was, like, I'll let you. No, I wouldn't. I would never. That would be terrible. I wouldn't tell you, yes. Yes, you and your friend say, Sarah, I don't even know if you have a friend named Sarah, could come over and I would say, yes, children, come do drugs in my house. <laughs> it's um, safer than doing them Yeah, but you know though. what, though? If something happens, guess who would be responsible? And if something happens and say, like, that kid died or that she caused a car accident or something, guess who's responsible? Your parent. Me. Not them. Not that kid's parent. Me. Because they consumed alcohol and drugs in my house. I should be supervising because you guys are minors. Yeah. Well, you would be supervising. Well, like, cause she, but I can't control what your body does after you drink and yeah, do other things. Like you watch them, make sure. Like, okay, but what if you were like, fuck this, I'm going to go and binge drink, whatever. What I mean, what if what if I watched this and I was like, I'm going to go to bed now. Um, And then you guys had friends over and then you got raped. Exactly. That's true. Exactly. So I zoned out my Google Home was like, doing like the do 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 okay anyways we are at 58 minutes yeah Here we go. um Drugs. also i post trick or on treat. tiktok if one treat. of my friends want to be part of one of my podcasts. trick or treat smell my feet and give me something good to eat like drugs Great. i want to post this on my tiktok so i want some drugs give me some drugs man okay i will actually i'm gonna go drink my drugs can i have a sip of your drugs no you cannot have a sip. guess what though tawny loves my drink i know she's so funny I, when I went over to the house, she was like, oh, you can get, you can get an ice cream. Oh, wait, it wasn't an ice cream. It was water. And I was like, oh, I just like walked over to the fridge. And I was like, okay, is there water in here? And then I saw it. And I was like, Tony, you've never had that in there before. She was like, oh, your mom. And I was like, that makes sense. I was like, the first thing that popped into my head when I saw it, I was like, mom. And then I was she like, was, What is so funny is that when she was over here for the birthday party, she was like, she went home to go get herself like this little flask of alcohol. And she's like, drinking it. I'm like we're adults we're drinking in my house we're not driving anywhere like i no, mean she, they actually have a lot of them. i know but it was funny because she just was so trying to be discreet about it and i'm like i don't care cool That's okay. i know i mean there's okay it's 59 minutes we really gotta go mm-hmm. i can tell you this time when i like had to carry shannon i don't know how the frick i got shannon out of a bar because she couldn't they wouldn't let her use the bathroom she was so drunk I don't know how really? I got I how I got her to the car because at this time Shannon was a lot heavier set. Um, this one she before she had gastric bypass. I don't know how I got her from the bar to my car, not throwing up in my car all the way to her house. And as soon as I told Josh, I was like, 
don't be mad at me. She's an adult. She had a lot of fun and he took care of her. She went out to the backyard, was talking to everybody and threw up all over. <laughs> but at the same time, like, guess what? We're adults. But anyways, peace out. This is Parenting Talk. I'm Bree. I'm Rye. Let Lee. us know if you have any um, topics you want to discuss. You can email me at brichie08 at gmail.com. Put on Parenting Talk. I and we got to go because it's uh, 9.59, whatever. All right. Bye, you guys. Peace out. Go, let me know also on Facebook if I do blah, blah, blah. Like, uh-huh. Reach out on Facebook. Bye. Bye. bye.